Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. Hey, welcome to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk, your host with the most. And I'm wrong with my main man, Mark, the fitness ninja, Zalmanoff, as always. And we've got a jam-packed episode where we're going to be talking about social media. We're going to be talking about doing the work. And we're going to actually share a really cool story, how we're able to help out one of our clients get out of a real jam this week. But before we get into that, I need you to do us a song. I need you to like, subscribe, share, do all the things that really help this channel get out there because it's truly our mission to help our brothers and sisters go out there and get what they're worth. So we need the channel to grow to do that. So we appreciate um, all of y'all's help and support and helping us do that. So with that being said, I'm going to pass the baton over to Mark. We're going to kick this thing off. So, hey, Mark, how's it going, man? What's happening, man? It's a beautiful day. My wife's birthday was yesterday. It was. We built a terrarium. You, you built guys, a terrarium? Hey, if you guys, guys, listen up. If you don't know what a terrarium is, bitches love terrariums. So y'all go make that happen. Just look Dude. it up. Look up terrariums in your neighborhood and go build one with your with your girl. She'll love it. Isn't that like a, not like a fish tank, but it's like an indoor, like inside the glass growing all the plants and all the things. Is that yeah, what yeah. mile so, on track? Yeah, we went to this place and like you pick your container. And then you pick your sand colors. They have all that like art sand. It's super fine. And, you know, every color of the rainbow and you get some rocks and some succulents and some little cactus. You just build your own shit, man. It's pretty cool. That is awesome. How big is it? It hurt. She got the big one. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Like, why would she not? Extra large, please. (laughs) It's like it was a beeline to the biggest container she could find. And then we're like, how do we get this thing home? They got to pack it up for you in a box. And it was really cool. I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. That's awesome, man. We're going to talk about that outside the episode. You have my interest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but outside of that, you know, Bill Gates is making titty milk and uh, mm-hmm. all is good in the world. <laughs> yep. uh, do you mind elaborating for people that don't, don't may not understand what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, Bill Gates titty milk? Yeah, the, the Bill Gates titty milk. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's evil, y'all. Uh, so if you if you don't know, in America, there is apparently a baby formula shortage. And it just so happened that a couple of years ago, Bill Gates and some people started formulating their own like baby formula similar to breast milk type of thing. But they're like engineering it. Yeah, that's not by coincidence. I, I just I refuse to believe that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, sy- synthetic milk. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, man, if we can't kill you off with COVID, we're going to kill you off with some titty milk. So here you go. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I think we'll pass on that. <laughs> Anywho. I mean, old fashioned. I like it straight from the nipple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you milk me, fucker? Uh, <laughs> so we have, 
Oh man, it just went <laughs> sideways real fast. Uh, we have a, a, I think this is a little bit interesting story that John's going to share with y'all to kind of lead into our topic today. And it definitely ties in with all the things that we always preach about consistently showing up and doing the work, but also, you know, your, your network of people is so important. And, and I think this is going to drive both of those points home pretty, pretty solid here. So John, why don't you go ahead and like, just share the scenario that's happened with our buddy Jordan, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, for sure. So, so the other day, um, I had we, well, I had one of our our members reach out to us and just text me out of blue. I'm like, I hadn't heard from this guy in a while. It's pretty uncommon, just like, hey, SOS kind of text. So I'm like, all right, well, when I get a second, I'll I'll, I'll talk to you and we'll, we'll figure out what's going on. And basically, what he explains to me is his account got hacked, and this was I don't know two three weeks ago, and he's going through the process trying to get it back. But through that process, whoever hacked his account started posting a bunch of inappropriate things. So then Facebook's like, hey, we're going to deactivate and ban your account. So now he can't get access back to it. So he goes in trying to create like a different profile, but because the likeness is so close to the other ones, Facebook is not slapping those out of them. So now he's sitting here like, dude, I'm totally fucked. Like I built everything on Facebook and now it's gone all my family memories, all the people that I knew, all the people I've built know I can trust with, like just gone like that. So obviously he's freaking the fuck out as we're talking, right? And as we're talking, you know, fortunately, because of, you know, the work that you and I have done, Mark, with like, you know, making the connections and the right people and making sure we're in the right rooms, I was able to reach out and find someone that that's literally what they do. Like they literally help people with recovering accounts and passwords and all these situations that seem foobar. This person, that's literally what they do like for a living. And they happen to be inside our network. So I was able to make some introductions. And as we speak, he's going to get his account back and everything's going to go back to normal. Right. So I share that with y'all because I think there's a lot of great lessons in this for anyone outside of this situation for them to be able to take in, you know, so I'm going to share a couple of the ones that really stand out to me. And then, Mark, I'd like to hear your insights as we've gone through this, too. Um, the first thing that I really think about is, dude, the power of being able to have the right people that you can trust and, and everyone's vetted. Dude, that is such a huge impact for business owners. Like, I know that's a big reason why I joined the mastermind Apex that I did a long time ago was I got tired of doing business with people who said, yeah, I can do this thing. And then they don't fucking come close to doing the thing. And now you got trust issues, but you need <laughs> problem solved. So now you're all in your own head. But when you can get around the right people to go, hey, we do what we say we're going to do. And we're going to connect you with vetted and trusted people. We we're able to fix a problem for him overnight like that. So that's the first lesson I think of is like, do you have those people around you in your life? Now, masterminds are a one way. It's one way to get those relationships. There's other ways to get there, too. But if you're looking at your circle and you don't have that around, that's definitely something that should be pretty eye opening for you and go, look, I need to find a great group or and try to be a part of so that if and when those things happen, which they will happen, it happens to everyone at some point, you've got those people in place who can help you get unstuck, right? And then the other point I think about too, and Mark, this is where I'd want you to dive in on this as well, is as we go on social media, 
you know, yeah, we get access to millions of people and all these different resources, but we don't control the platform. So we are technically playing the game on their playground, right? On their court, on their field. So if you piss off the Facebook guides, most of the time you're screwed. It is what it is, right? So what can we control as business owners? Well, I can control on getting people's information and getting them off social media and into my ecosystem so that no matter what happens, I've got them there that I can communicate, build relationships with, add value, and I can reach out to regardless if Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or any of those platforms take a big old steaming pile of shit on what <laughs> we're trying to do, which is just it's the truth because <laughs> it happens sometimes, right? So I think those are the two biggest lessons that I really thought about as I'm as we're helping Jordan through this is like, man, thank God we got the right people around for him. And then moving forward is like, hey, what are you doing to pull people off so that you're not relying on Facebook to be the sole provider for what you're trying to build? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big one there is that if you don't control the thing, then you have no power over it. And, and you can build the empire and you can make the groups and you can have a following and all that. But I mean, we've seen it with, I mean, look, you know, Trump got banned from Twitter, not that he needed Twitter for anything, but you know, the president of the United States got banned off an entire social media platform. So if it can happen to a guy with that type of power, it can happen to any of us and it could be a fluke. It could be whatever, but if you're not collecting data in some way, shape or form, meaning names, emails, and phone numbers, and you don't have a way to effectively communicate with people outside of social media, like at some point it will bite you in the ass. I promise you that. And, you know, when we look at, think about it this way. If you need someone, you know, say it's one in the morning, your car breaks down. You're not going to Facebook. I mean, you shouldn't like you got some numbers and some people in your phone that you can call up or text or message or something where you can reach out for help. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, having the right people around you too, that you know when shit hits the fan that you can get the help that you need. Because in business, something's always gonna happen. Like it mm -hmm. is inevitable, whether it's, you know, tax stuff or, you know, other legal things or a client issue or an account issue or a merchant service issue. Like we're always gonna have stuff come up and you really need that that group of people around you that have the solution. And if they don't, they're one person removed from it. Right. So we we but we have to be collecting the data on our side. And even if you're not doing anything with it in the meantime, which you should. But even if you're not doing anything with it, if you just have a list of phone numbers, names and email addresses, now you have a way to communicate outside of social media. You have a way. And sometimes for some people, that's better. Like I, you know, I still have clients that are not on social media whatsoever. And what it forced me to do in a very good way is to make sure that when I communicate with my clientele base, that I'm not just trying to rely on Facebook to do that. Right. But I have other, other ways, other systems of communicating with everyone at the same time in an effective, efficient manner. So I can relay the information to them that I need, mm -hmm. but you know, you just, you can't rely on someone else's stuff. Mm-mm. Dude, I learned that just working in corporate, like <laughs> for real, look, like you work on another man's land, you work on their rules, 
you you can be mad about the rules all fucking day, but it doesn't, you don't own the land. So it's not your place to say. So as owners of our destinies and what we're going out here and getting what we're worth, that's where we need to go. What can we own and what can we control? Because the more control that you can build your, your empire on, the more successful you're going to be with that. Because you're not going to have a curveball hit you six months down the road that totally topples everything you've done, which that's just... Ah, oh, it's such a shitty feeling. I'm getting flashbacks on the moments that's happened to me. It's just, it just sucks. Like there's nothing else to say other than that, other than, you know, we're find a workaround for it. You know, I think too, and this, this may be getting in the weeds a little bit, but I think it's important. You know, we encourage a lot of our clients to start Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's a, it's a concentrated group of people. It's not your entire audience. They're there for a reason to learn about health and fitness. And if you have someone and it could be your spouse, it could be a business partner, it could be your best friend that also has control in that group. And maybe they don't do anything. They don't have any responsibility whatsoever. But if you give them, if you give them access as an admin, if something happened to you, your group doesn't get shut down. You still have access through it to it through another person. And you still have the ability to communicate with those people. Mm. So, you know, it, again, it's something that like, I probably wouldn't have thought about a couple of years ago. It's like, oh, I'll just start my group, make America fit again. Here we go. And, and I was talking with, with my head coach, Dustin, I'm like, oh shit, I need to make him an admin. Like, it just makes sense. Cause you mm-hmm. know, from a marketing standpoint, it helps because now I got two eyes instead of just mine, he's getting notified of posts and whatever. But again, if something was to happen and my account was to get shut down, he can still go in there. And, and you know, I think you remember, I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. I got banned for 30 days from going live on Facebook, which wasn't that big of a deal. But at the same time, it was like from a meme that I posted in a group five months before. Yeah, I remember it was a long time ago. And John, you and I were trying to go live to do a training on Facebook and we couldn't get in. I couldn't figure it out. But like something just as simple as that, you know, it if I would have had some, some type of strategy or something that I was trying to run and all of a sudden I couldn't do it because I was banned from a certain feature. Like I just, you can't rely on that to be the only thing, right? You know? So yeah, you know, some of it is again, communicating outside of those channels. Some of it, um, I don't know if you know this, there's uh, real live people out in the world <laughs> and, and you can find places that you could go find those people and actually hang out with them like close by. You can give them fist bumps and high fives and, and in uh, hugs and stuff. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm totally going to derail this. <laughs> My wife and I were at this like flea market type thing over the weekend. And this dude was walking by and he had a free hug shirt on. And I go, hey, are those hugs really free? He goes, well, I go, your hugs, are they really free? He's like, oh, yeah. And I went over, he gave me the best hug. <laughs> it's so great. At least like, it was struggle. a at least it was high quality hug. It was a, it was a, a hug worthy of a free hug. I'm like, man, you the man. <laughs> you the man um but anyway <laughs> right yeah no that, that's gene that's real smart man to do that and it's just having contingency plans in place and having that support within your business so if you are a solo person you gotta have at least one other person on your team like a lot of times it's your spouse like they're like fuck right. i guess i'm gonna be your assistant now i'm like yeah pretty much <laughs> but find that person that can help create those safeguards because yeah that's a great point right there mark having that extra person in there in case something happens like i now that i think about it i was actually the admin for stephanie 
and Fit Pro Collective. And uh, she was mouthing off and pissed off Facebook. And then she had she got kicked off for a week or something. And uh, <laughs> I filled in for that week for her to help her out. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. man. But yeah, she's she's actually like pissing Facebook off. I'm like, yeah, you know, you deserve that one. Like you you saw that one coming because I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it's, again, you said it, it's their rules. It's not ours. Yeah. And that's where it's like, what rules can we bend and which ones can't we break? And that's really where the, the, the mastery of social media comes in is once you understand the rules of the game, then you know how to go about it. There's a lot of people that you and I know that are very opinionated and not afraid to share it. Nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't have a problem in the world with that. I love it. I, I, I love the shit show. I love it. But to your point, you have to understand the way these platforms work. And if you're going to utilize it for business purposes, if, if it is your primary source of marketing and referrals, again, nothing wrong with any of that. But you got to understand how they operate and that there's certain parameters that you may have to concede that you're not going to cross because otherwise you get shut down, you get shut down, you get banned, you can't do this for 30 days, you can't do this for 24 hours. Like that's just the way they operate. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the more you understand how they play the game, then you just play it back. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, it's not, you can go say whatever you want. There's still free speech. Like, but it's, a, it's a company. Like they get to make the rules. Just like if you own a gym, you make the rules in your gym. Yeah. Like can people cuss? Can they work out without a shirt on? Like, <laughs> Do you assume genders? I don't know. Like that's your shit. <laughs> do whatever you want, right? You know, do you clean up after yourself? Is, is, do you get burpee penalties if you leave your barbell out? Like, you know, there's all kinds of rules that we can make, but it's a, it's a, they're, they're a company. They have a business to run. They have shareholders to answer to, and, and they control the, the flow of information. Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware of that, operate within those parameters. And again, you know, sometimes it's fluke stuff. Like I said, you know, Jordan got hacked. And, you know, there's not much you can do about that, especially when the hacker starts putting shenanigans right. up. But, you know, speed is currency. And, and you know, before we got on here, like you said, he could have just went, ah, screw it. It's all lost. Yeah. But thankfully, he's got the right people in his corner. Yep. He's willing to reach out and get help. And I think and that's, the other, help that's the other lesson. Be willing to ask for the help real like how many times have you honestly like not asked for the help even though you know that you needed it i know i've done that more times than i'd like to admit and as i get older it's all about you know what i want to win i don't care about being right i will take and receive any and all help that you are willing to bestow upon me because i want to win and i think when we can get to that place and stay in that place regardless if things are going well or things are going bad that's how you're going to find those people that can leapfrog you uh, leaps and bounds to where you want to go in life. But that's one of the, and I know it frustrates the shit out of you. Um, it's frustrating to me too. And like, we talk to coaches out there that are like, Oh, you know, I'm just, I think I'm just going to kind of figure this out on my own, you know? And then six months later, well, you know, I'm just kind of figuring it out on my own. And then a year later, well, you know, I'm just, just going to try to figure it out on my own. Really? You know, it, it literally, to, to quote our friend Sammy Knight, it took me pulling my head out of my ass until I heard the pop to understand that, no, I'm not going to do this on my own. Right. Because doing this on my own wouldn't get me anywhere. And so it wasn't until I realized that I needed help 
and was willing to reach out and ask for help and keep asking because that started a different journey for me. That started a, okay, I asked for help over here. That wasn't it. And I have to be okay with that. Okay, mm -hmm. let me go ask for help over here. Is that it? No, that's not it either. Mm -hmm. Okay, I asked for help over here now. Okay, now I'm getting somewhere. Hey, now I need more help. Now, where do I go? And just being willing to explore that route because there's no, there's no right answer to any of this. And there's no right person for anyone. You just have to be willing to, as you said, you got to humble yourself, realize that if you, if you want to really speed things up, you need help. There's a whole reason why people hire us to coach them in the gym or online because they, they don't want to research kinesiology and exercise physiology and, and periodization and macronutrient. They don't want to do that. They want to hire somebody to go, hey, you, you need to do uh, 10 sets of squats and eat a damn vegetable. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. I'm going to do that. I can do that. So you do. You got to ask. Gotta open your mouth. Put your ego and your pride aside and ask for help. And, and here's the other thing that will happen to you, too. When you're running a business that is selling people on hiring you to coach them, but yet you're not willing to do that for yourself, I am willing to bet you struggle in sales. And the reason is, is you reap a, what's called a double bonding message. What you say is not congruent with what you do. So when you actually understand that, hey, if I want to get better at selling coaching, then maybe I should become a great client and a, and a client to a coach to someone else. Because when you are starting to invest in yourself and you're starting to actually walk your talk to say, you not only are you going to attract more people that resonate with that, but you're going to be able to speak to people with true authenticity of like, look, I'm not just telling you this because I want to sell you why you should hire me. I'm just telling you the, the value of having that person in your life because I have a coach for this part of my life. When I started investing thousands of dollars per month in my own growth, mm -hmm. I got real comfortable asking other people for money. <laughs> Like even more than I was before. And I wasn't shy about it, but man, it, it you know, it puts your own price point in perspective. Cause I don't, I don't charge, I don't charge for coaching what I pay for coaching. I pay mm -hmm. a lot more for my own personal coaching than what I charge. Mm -hmm. And it puts a perspective in your own head of like, oh, well, if I'm willing to invest, you know, three, four thousand dollars a month in my own personal growth, mm -hmm. I don't have any problem in the world asking somebody for 750 a month to help them literally transform their life. Right. And it's because what you're selling is who you are because it's not a devil binding message. So to the coaches out there listening to this, they're like, well, I'm trying on my own. I'm doing this. All you're doing is just slowing. You're literally putting weights on yourself as you're walking that path to getting what you're worth. Let the weights go. Get the help. That may be us. That may be someone else. I don't fucking care. Fucking find somebody that can fill that gap so that you can get there faster. I know it's scary. We all go through the first time we spend the money and we're about to shit ourselves and we're terrified <laughs> and things are going to, I, I get it. Been through it. Me and Mark joke about it. Yep. Right. <laughs> but once you go through that and you realize that you're not, you're not paying them to fix you, you're betting on yourself. That's what you're really doing. And you're giving yourself permission to take action. You're just going, hey, help me know what to do so that I don't have to focus on that part. I just focus on the doing part. Woo. And you'll good. win and you'll sell a lot more coaching just because of that. That's good shit, dude. You know, so I, I'm always invested in myself. It's going to level up every other area by default. Yeah.
you know? So uh, that was a whirlwind of things that we just, (laughs) 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 but all very relevant, very impactful. And again, you know, I, I can't reiterate this enough. The things that John and I speak about, they're all from our own personal experience, number one. They're all things that we see play out around us on a weekly basis within our coaching group, within our clients, within the people that we run with. So, you know, we don't we don't just get on here to preach about things and tell you what to do. Like we've been there, we've made the mistakes. We're trying to hopefully help some people avoid making some of the same mistakes that we've made in the past. And as I said before, you know, speed is currency. So, you know, if you take one or two things from this and go implement that into your business, into your life, into your mindset, like you're going to move things forward at a much more rapid rate than sitting here trying to quote unquote, figure it out on your own. Right. So I hope you got some, some value from this. Uh, If you need help, please reach out. It's literally what we're here for. And uh, John, why don't you tell him like the, the big, big reason why we're here. The number one reason we're here is to go get what you work, motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid with their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth. Yeah.